You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and in this episode, I'm talking about what happens in the body when you don't release stuck emotions. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hey, everybody, I am so happy to be back with you this week. And in today's episode, I am talking about what happens when you don't allow yourself to release or purge these pent up emotions. Now, I asked this question on my private Facebook group, and I got so many answers. I just want to thank the members of my group for really being open and honest, because the more I, the more information I receive from empaths and what they're struggling with, the more I can, um, more I can help people. Now, so I asked the question, what happens to you? Because it's going to look a little bit different for all of us. What happens to you when you don't allow yourself to release these emotions? So many people come to me because they're not only empaths, but they're really afraid to open up and let their feelings out. I mean, a lot of empaths were highly emotional. But at the same time, we sometimes push it down and we don't want to address our emotions. And that usually leads to a lot of different issues. And these emotions can get stuck in the body. Sometimes we feel physically sick. We feel exhausted. There's that, you know, that burnout feeling. Um, I'm no stranger to that. Sometimes it's just like this heavy feeling or like you've had enough sleep Technically, I'm using air quotes here, but you don't feel like you've had enough sleep. A lot of people are in chronic pain because they can't seem to let go of these emotions. And one of the highlights of the work that I do is watching a client go from complete overwhelm to being relaxed in the same type of situation later on. So I did ask the members of my group what happens to them? How do they respond? How does their body react? And I'll just go down the list and share this with you. One person said, I eat and eat until I feel sick to push down these emotions. And then I get depressed about it. And then the cycle continues. So that is one instance. And I know a lot of people struggle with that. So you're not alone. And if this resonates with you, I'd love for you to contact me. And emotional eating actually came up several different times in this one thread on this topic. A lot of times there can be stomach issues that feeling that like, oh, something just doesn't feel quite right, like that traffic jam in your stomach, a lot of insomnia, chronic fatigue is really um, prominent with some empaths who do not process 
their emotions, joint inflammation, that's really common. Um, And sometimes just like giving up like, oh, why bother? It's not going to matter. But that is these stuck emotions can have a huge impact on your physical health. You might feel like you have no motivation, you don't know where to start. It can even um, go to the point of like you start to shake. That is, I mean, a high stress situation where you're not able to process the emotions or you're putting that on the back burner, perhaps. A lot of times as empaths, we feel really stuck and then we just give our power away to someone else or something else. Maybe it's like television or, you know, being on social media too much, just that that distraction, but it's really giving your power away to something else. And it's interesting because we intellectually know what's going on or what the problem is. But then we're stuck in this like, well, what is the first step? Or is it really going to even matter? That was a real common theme too in this thread. Having a hard time with that first step. And sometimes it's when you're going through a big life change. Look, this year and a half has been super crazy for everybody that I know, whether it's, you know, your work situation has changed, you're staying home a lot, you are not able to get to be around with the people that you love or your routine is drastically changed or, you know, your career situation is different. A lot of things can happen. And I'm seeing so much out there where people are struggling. Um, I would love to offer you the suggestion of getting help wherever you can, doing whatever you can to help yourself. And another thing that comes up for people is that we just let it wear us down to the point of depression, or we end up blowing up. Like we feel like we're backed into a corner and then we explode. Very, very common. Another form or another way that this can manifest is we, we start to try to micromanage and control everything. And we become more agitated and this sense of control (laughs) happens that we just want to control everything and everyone around us. Um, And once again, uh, someone commented where there's just a physical pain, just a heaviness, physical pain in the joints. Another lady commented that there is tension and inability to, quote, feel anything in the moment. They just shut down. And it's kind of like a low level, constant dissociation. So if you recognize this in yourself, contact someone, contact me, join our Facebook group, get some help, do anything that you can, because these emotions need to go somewhere. They cannot hide out in your body. Another thing is tiredness. Oh, this was so good. Tiredness to the point of feeling physically drained, wanting or planning on doing something. But you know, like it's, I'm definitely getting to bed early at night. That was one of the things. But then we're scrolling on social media until midnight. Um, 
And then we judge ourselves and berate ourselves. And there's a lot of difficulty really figuring out what our feelings are. And I think that I'm going to go back to this writing exercise that I always prescribe, just getting your thoughts out on paper. That is one way of doing it. There's many, many ways, but I really want to bring you back around to this like pen to paper because our mind is going so fast that we think we're processing it. But what's really going on is we're thinking those thoughts over and over and over and writing it out actually gives us some space. It forces us to slow down and really put it out there. If you have not tried this, I would highly encourage you to whatever is going on, just a free flow writing. Okay, yes, you can use some prompts. But sometimes you're like, this is bothering me. And I can't tell anybody because it's going to be a big fight. So I'm going to tell my piece of paper, I'm going to take it out on my journal, or I'm going to take it out on a piece of paper. So yeah, when we have difficulty identifying feelings, you might want to go into the body too. like, where's this coming up? Is it in my throat? Is it in my chest? Why does my hip hurt all of a sudden? I mean, it could be anything, but I just want to encourage you to explore. I don't have the right answers, but I'm going to guide you in the right direction. Sometimes we just get into the doing. And sometimes it's because we don't know how to just be. It's very uncomfortable because we live in the world of distractions. I get it. I get distracted as well. Um, put some, you know, set some boundaries for yourself, maybe. Set some boundaries with your social media or with television. I found myself watching a lot of TV last week because I was really just avoiding some feelings. And I do a weekly recap for myself, like what worked, what didn't work, and what can I do a little bit different this week. I'm not even going to tell you how much television I watched, but it was all kind of an escape. And this week, I've decided the television's not going on until eight o'clock. And then I might be too tired. (laughs) Okay, so just having little, do little mini experiments with yourself. If we don't really connect with our feelings and slow down and take breaks, it will lead to burnout. And I'm seeing this. I've done it myself. I've seen it in myself. I was really sick, low level, like on paper, nothing was wrong, but it was burnout. Some people get into this, you know, not processing our feelings can lead to a lot of depression, staying in bed all day, wanting to get up and being active, but just not able to just take that first step. And I've said it a bazillion times here, but getting outside, see what happens. And it's not just the exercise, it's actually being outside, taking those long, slow, deep breaths. It's like every time, and this is weird, but I'm going to confess, every time that I pass a mailbox or a driveway, I think I make sure that I take a deep breath in. I have a little, little tiny milestone and it immediately makes me feel better, especially after the third or fourth driveway, right? So those are just little things that you can do. Uh, There's some of the things I do. 
And one more comment on this thread is the feeling in my body of coming apart at the seams. Have you felt that way before? I have. Separation from people like there are concrete walls around me. She says there's a heaviness, maybe no appetite, or sometimes she even breaks out in hives. That happens. And a feeling that you have lost your ability to speak, that tightness in your throat, that shutting down from not releasing. So I want to ask you this question and and just be super honest with yourself. What happens to you when you don't allow yourself to release these pent up emotions? Please do yourself a favor. Find there are a bazillion little tiny ways that you can release emotions, walking, yoga, meditation, maybe cleaning out one of those corners in your house that has been you've been looking at and you're like, Oh, I need to clean that area. Maybe it's a one little corner. Or maybe it's like I have a bunch of books piled up on this chair in my office. And it bugs me. And I'm like, just clean it. Put the books away. And guess what? I felt so much better. So there are tiny, tiny baby steps to help you feel better move those emotions out of the body. And if you, I'd love for you to join me in a one-on-one coaching session. I'd love for you to join me in our private Empath Insights Facebook group. It is, it's a small group and it's filled with lovely people. We're all just trying to feel just a little bit better. And I'm trying to help make your day a little bit brighter. If you're ready to start thriving as an empath, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself, say nice things to yourself and be kind to others.